Shopify just reported their second quarter 2022 results, and the Wall Street Journal called out how they didn't deliver, making a play on their recent acquisition of Deliver. And yet the stock, Shopify stock, ripped higher, about 12% higher today. Investors might be wondering what's going on. I strongly believe it's tied to the macro, actually, where the Federal Reserve raised interest rates by three quarters of a percentage point. Jerome Powell, chairman, saying he's not seeing a recession now and that will slow the pace of rate hikes at some point in the future. I will continue talking about Shopify in just one minute, but I think this is part of a broader risk on asset rally that you're seeing right now, or at least today, maybe it continues for you know a few days, uh, which is, hey, maybe with inflation at 9% and unemployment at 4%, just maybe Jerome Powell will be able to orchestrate a soft landing where just by tweaking unemployment, maybe unemployment goes from four to 5%, you're able to bring inflation all the way down from 9% to 2%. And then boom, everybody's happy back to Goldilocks. I'm super skeptical of that scenario happening. It has a very low probability just based on, let's say, 100 years of data. That said, could it happen? It could happen. I will talk more about it with my unrivaled investing updates uh, You know that'll go out later this week, but talking more about Shopify, what's going on. So yesterday they just announced a 10% cut to their staff. So they better report arguably a disastrous quarter. And they delivered on that front. It was pretty darn ugly where revenue was up 15%. Now that is reasonable. Uh, I would argue, I mean, previously investors were expecting 20, 30% plus, but you are coming off of a very strong 2021. You did see their effectively their cost of revenues go up much faster. Now, part of this is payment processing expenses. Part of this is their investments in cloud infrastructure. Um, but overall gross profit, which is, I'd argue, one of the key metrics you want to follow for understanding the actual unit economics of a business, did really poorly. Only 5% growth in their core gross profit. So that is really ugly. And then you factor in that they are really making a big bet on the business doing a huge investment on effectively their personnel. And that's why they've had to lay off around a thousand people, 10% of their workforce, because sales and marketing up 60%, R&D up you know, close to 90%, general and admin up nearly 70%. These are all person, largely personnel investments. And so this is a, you know, they made a big bet that the company would be growing faster and it was the wrong bet. And because of this huge growth in expenses versus only, you know, five, six percent growth in gross profit, their lot they swung to a huge loss from profitability last year to nearly two hundred million dollar loss. So I think management was a little too bold here. And it was this big bet saying, hey, you know, could this is sort of acceleration because of covid? This is U.S. e-commerce adoption growth rate. Could it continue at a faster clip going forward or is this sort of just a reset? They made a big bet and it was wrong. That's really, you know, what, what ended up happening. And unfortunately, a thousand people have to sort of pay for it with with their own you know, job security and, and getting laid off. Not only do you see this massive misreading of what their business would do and making this you know, poor bet in terms of operating expenses, resulting in the sizable loss. But then it gets even worse because this is primarily from a gap accounting perspective. They also reported a billion dollar loss from other expenses. This is primarily from their equity investments in a firm in Global E, which are partners with the Shopify platform. But overall, I don't view that as a, you know, hey, 
this is going to dramatically change the earnings power of the business. It's just important for it to flow through. So where does Shopify go from here? If you're struggling with this investment environment, consider unrivaledinvesting.com for new ideas and a community of like-minded investors. So looking at Shopify, judging the health of this business, they have they had gross merchandise volume. So the amount of effectively business that's being processed by their customer merchants, that was around 47 billion in the quarter. So that means they're doing around 200 billion a year that increased by about 5 billion or an 11% increase year over year. That is better than let's say the 7% growth in US retail. So this does suggest that they're continuing to take market share. This is a point that they hammered home saying, look, our point of sale solutions. So they're offline business, their offline GMV grew by 47% year over year as we continue to take market share. This is what I like to see with investments because I want to see, yes, business will businesses will make big bets that don't work out. That's human nature. You're good. You know, if you're, if you're going to be in the arena, you're going to take some punches, but if you're in the arena, you also went want to win and you have to make these types of big bets. So I'm, it's unfortunate that they made this big bet and I'd argue they could have, you know, maybe made it a little bit less big. You know, they could have made a medium sized bet and it wouldn't have been as painful. Um, or maybe have done it incrementally, but they want to make sure they grab that market share. And so they're, still executing, I'd argue, even though they made and and maybe you need to have different management sort of help out, you know, come in instead of having this like, hey, peacetime management where, hey, everything's great. You might need wartime management, you know, someone that's like, hey, I'm a killer. I'm going to we are going to cut costs where we need to. I You haven't seen that yet. Maybe that happens. We will see. Um, and but looking at their point of sales growth, where they are helping merchants with offline sales, having a point of sale terminal where people can give them their credit card, all being powered with Shopify over here, growing by about 50%, they are definitely still crushing it. So I'm looking at what they're doing and saying, yeah, they're still doing what's right. And when I'm looking at my investments, and I do own a teaser stake in Shopify. It's not a big bet. I own a teaser because I want to track it. I want to see what's going on. I want to follow it closely. Having a little skin in the game personally helps me. Everyone has their own investment journey. But I, looking at investments, I want to see a business that year after year, quarter after quarter, is taking market share. They're saying, there's this big pie. Yum, 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 yum. I'm going to keep gobbling it up quarter after quarter. I might, I might make mistakes. I might overhire. But broadly, my value proposition is so strong that in good times, bad times, stagflation, inflation, deflation, I'm going to keep winning. And they're saying we are going to win in this situation and we are still taking market share. That is what I like to see. And so they're they're doing arguably the right things from a top line perspective in terms of keep growing, announcing partnerships with Twitter to make it more easily easy to sell directly on Twitter using the Shopify platform and the same type of solution with YouTube, where look, you might see a YouTube video and then it's like, oh man, here's this unrivaled investing advertisement or unrivaled investing plug where I can directly get this unrivaled investing subscription. Now, looking at Shopify, thinking about that valuation thinking about where it can go nearly one year ago i asked if shopify could 10x i made a video about it you can go back to it and check if you want and i said they need incredible execution and lofty valuation to get an attractive return i think that video largely sort of called out and highlights the importance of how having a valuation framework whenever you size up any business because i recognize as I have for the past year, Shopify is an exceptional company. It's a very good company. They're taking market share. They're likely unrivaled. 
But valuation is important because as you've seen with Shopify stock, it has gone completely hammered down well over 50%. And so investors are like, wait a second, is the fundamental business still at risk? So I'm looking at it. Yes, they have a relatively clean balance sheet, billions of dollars in cash. Yes, their value, value proposition is still strong and they're taking market share. But what about the future returns for shareholders? Because you need to have a valuation framework. And last year I'm saying, yeah, it's just too hard because you need to have incredible execution, which didn't happen, I'd argue, which did not happen since I made that video and lofty valuation. And that valuation has reset. And so looking at both of these things sort of reiterates, reinforces that it's just another data point in my own personal journey saying, hey, you need to have a framework of hypothetical valuation framework when you consider what sort of the upside you're playing for for these situations. And in that video, I called out how there was over 40% downside. So, you know, arguably, oh, and that was over a five year perspective. So only one year later, it's down significantly over five years. Yeah, maybe they recover. Still, I, I think once again, having that framework is so important. So what about the framework today? Looking at around $35 share price, around $44 billion market cap. Yeah, their growth rate was only around, you know, high teens, most recent quarter. I'm going to assume that they're able to do better than that for the year. Maybe that's overly aggressive. I'm assuming 20 to 25% growth for the year. This is not arguably super conservative to assume that. I'm assuming optimized margins of around 20%. They're nowhere near that today. They have 50% around gross margin. So I'm assuming they get a lot of operational leverage in the years ahead. They may not get it. And this is part of the reason why I said they might need to hire some sort of, you know, uh, killer some sort of operational killer that's not the nice guy that says, oh, yeah, go team, we're a happy family, but saying, hey, we're going to make sure that we get to juicy profit margins in the future. You can argue about what the right tax rate is long term, given that there's you know significantly unprofitable. I prefer to use a tax rate just because if you want to value this business, you're going to be thinking, yeah, this is going to be profitable sometime in the future. So, yeah, it, do it doesn't dramatically change. You know, you can put that at 15 percent if you, if you wanted to think about it. But overall, looking at this thinking 20 to 30 percent growth in the years ahead, thinking over the next five years and keep in mind, stock price can go way higher, way lower, depending on execution, depending on sentiment. I did tick down the end sort of multiple assumed five years from now. I'm, I'm tweaking it slightly lower to 20 to 25 times earnings five years from now. And honestly, based on this framework, even after the stock price has gotten completely crushed, it's still not that crazy compelling in order for you as an investor to say, yes, Shopify is going to be a killer investment. You're going to have to say 20, 22.5% profit margins. They're nowhere near that now. It's unprofitable. 25% growth versus like 16% growth this most recent quarter. 30% growth over, let's say, the next four years for a five-year investment period, which once again is an acceleration of their business. They're not there now. And a 25 times earnings multiple. So assuming effectively earnings, you know, the, the valuation continues to compress, I'd argue. And that gets only around 70% upside potential. And and this penciling out these scenarios may not happen. You might only have 25% growth in the years ahead, which is, you know, closer to a break even. So even though I do own a bit of Shopify stock, I'm still not yet pulling the trigger because I'm penciling out this situation saying, I just don't see, you know, how the upsides, you know, 100%, 200, 300, 400% upside from here. And when I deploy my personal investment capital, I want to make sure I, I can pencil out that framework where I can saying, yeah, 
this does seem reasonable. I can be wrong. Of course I can be wrong. You know, I can pencil out a framework and the company does not execute. And then I go, oh shoot, I have to fix all these assumptions. Sometimes that happens. But in this situation, you that's that's why I create these for you to look at. You can say, well, Daniel, I, I think your growth rate's way low. Okay, if you think it should be higher than 30%, tell me why. I'd love to hear it, especially given that they're only growing it at a teens rate right now. So looking at this, I personally think that my personal capital is going into situations where I'm looking at higher upside potential, where I'm thinking about 200, 300% upside. That's how at least when I invest, that's how I want to deploy it. I don't think even though Shopify has gotten crushed, looking, taking a conservative framework, hypothetical framework, I'm still not able to get that crazy, compelling return from here. If you enjoyed this video, talking about Shopify, please make a point of hitting that thumbs up, hit that subscribe button, and thank you so much for watching Unrivaled Investing.